Hello and welcome to podcast number seven. No, eight. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yes, we, we might be hosting it on a different platform because the normal one we use is sort of full and they want money, which we're not making. <laughs> anyway, if you're listening to this, so we, we made a plan. Yeah. 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 What are we talking about this week? So, cars. Yes. We're talking about cars. Plots. Um, we're, so, we're talking about, the uh, firstly, the Duster that we tested for uh -huh. the second time. Uh, the oh, yes, the, drive. the one I took to Namibia, to and you now took it to Hout Bay. Yes, well, yeah. yeah, just a few kilometers in Hout Bay. Cool. And to the waterfront today, and then we're also going to talk about the Jaguar E-Pace. Mm -hmm. And what's the other one? Uh, we have so many cars, it looks like a car dealership. Yes, oh, the, the RS5, the Audi RS5. Just an Audi RS5 Sportback, you know, sort of forgot about that bright yeah. red. Everybody pointed at it, uh, four seconds to 100. Yes. Whoops. Yes, <laughs> less than four seconds. So, yeah, just under. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's quickly start with the Audi. I'll, I'll, I'll do, I'll start Alpha, with that. Alphabetically. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I wrote an article yesterday comparing the two, the, the RS5 and the RS4 Avant. Because we had an RS4 yes. in slime green. Um, and what's your verdict? So basically they're, they're the same car. The, the A, A4 Avant is a bit taller um, and a bit, might be a bit longer, not, not by much. But it's got the same V6 twin turbo 2.9 liter petrol engine and it's got 331 kilowatts. Yeah. And six hundred. Yeah. 600 Six or seven speed gearbox? Uh, eight. Eight, actually, eight okay. Eight yeah. speed gearbox. So, it's, I I like the RS4 Vans. I know it's not it's not a very popular car, a station wagon. I've seen um, two of them in our town. Yeah, yeah. So, it's not very Hello. popular. In, is that for in, me? No. Who is it? <laughs> I don't know, I'm okay. sure. Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not very popular in South Africa, and that's the reason why the Audi RS4 Vant is basically the only sports wagon in South Africa at the mm. moment. Mm. Um, in terms of space and practicality, the RS4 makes a lot more sense. Um, and it basically feels the same. Um, yeah. I would go for the RS4. That's the same price, 1.3 million. Yes. Um, so if you've got that kind of money burning in your, in your mm. pocket, go for the RS4 about. I've never understood sport backs um, or four-door coupes, grand coupes and the only advantage is the lift back mm. uh, or fast back, which is not a good connotation. So they call it a sport back <laughs> because we bought some furniture and you just throw it in the back. We had a small bar fridge with all its packaging, just chuck it in. Because yeah. um, that's the only advantage I can think of. Everything else is a disadvantage. And I'm a coupe man, so for me it would be RS5 coupe. Mm. Although, having said that, uh, I really enjoyed giving them back, if you know what I mean. They're too hard, too expensive, too fast. I'd rather have an S4 or S5 okay. if there is such a thing in, in coupe shape. Is there? Yeah. Let's have a look. They're the <laughs> world's be. most rubbish motoring journalists. <laughs> S5 coupe. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's quite expensive, actually. Yeah. But um, so, I'm sure that won't be as bonkers as those other things we drove. It's got 260 kilowatts, so Plenty. a bit less. Plenty. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, I, I like the RS range, but uh, to each its own. Um, yep. I mean, you can go for the coupe or the um, this station wagon. It's, sport, it's basically sport back or, or the, the same yeah, car. Yeah. RS4. 
um, just a lot more practical. It is stiff, it is hard, the, the suspension, mm -hmm. but I, I foresee that if you fill the car with a lot of luggage and people, yep. um, to take, for instance, to Johannesburg, uh, Johannesburg or so on, the, the station wagon will actually be firm. It will be quite nice on the road to oh, drive. Okay. I think so. Cool. Yeah. Uh, hmm. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Duster. How, how was the Duster? You drove it the most. In Namibia. Yes. In Read Namibia. my report. www.namwheels.com Although it's not published yet, it'll be out soon. Yeah. Um, we did talk about it. Um, Shortly. Yeah. We about, uh, quite quickly. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, so, so between the two of us, we basically, uh, there's, there's a big improvement in terms of fuel economy. Firstly, um, the fuel uh, tank runs at about seven, you can get some 700 kilometers out of it. Long and distance even more. Yeah, yeah, long distance. This was the 1.5 yes. turbo diesel. Yeah, yeah, turbo diesel. And um, yeah, it, uh, the first gear struggles a bit. You have to ship, uh, shift very, very quickly. Um, over to second, so I just yeah. left it in second yeah, at a soft street or a robot. Yeah, as long as it's um, not an uphill or yes. has too much weight, put away yeah. in second, because it doesn't have low range. That's why the, that first gear is so short. Mm. Um, I find it a bit annoying, especially in traffic on the open road. Obviously, you, you don't care, mm. but um, having been to well, Aus, uh, Care, Luderitz, uh, IIS, and all of those wonderful places in southern Namibia. Um, I don't think we needed the manual four-wheel drive. The automatic front-wheel drive would have been just fine, mm. which I think will be the seller. That's what everybody wants, the convenience of an automatic and just the, the height and the yeah, semi-off-road ability yeah. of, of a small, well, yeah. compact SUV. And secondly, it's quite um, affordable. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of the, the competition, it's... Uh, yeah, so uh, the, the four-wheel drive is about 330. Yeah. Uh, but if you go for the auto, which is not a four-wheel drive, that's 320-something. Yeah. Just a few grand less. That's the one I'd go for. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. I, I think it's a really good package. Um, I mean, you took it to Namibia. It, yeah. It's a vibe good car. Namibia. It's, yes, it's a, comfy. It's a great Very car. good door seals. Yeah. Does its name proud. Duster, not a single speck of dust got in. Yeah. Uh, at least not unwanted. It's got double door seals. Tailgate is well insulated. Um, comfy, good tires on it. Uh, never had any problems on the corrugated roads. Yeah. Uh, not too many rattles. In fact, once back on the tar road, they were gone. Um, yeah, really, really impressed. Um, the, the one thing I hope is that the duster remains quite simple. I think I wrote that in my report as well that's coming out. Um, the touchscreen media system is very simple, almost childlike. But I like that because it's very responsive and easy to understand. Having said that, my mom might not be able to work it. Mm. So I would hope that a duster is available with a normal radio that has a volume button and an on-off switch. Uh, but I don't think so. Yeah. As navigation and infotainment systems go, though, that is a good one. Yeah. Very basic, yeah. quite colorful and plain, yeah. but it works like a charm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's uh, dust off this yes. topic. Uh, and, and move to another compact SUV. Yeah, the Jaguar E-Pace. E-Pace. We had a D240 all-wheel drive R-Dynamic HSE, yeah. which is sort of a top-range diesel with mm -hmm. lots of spec and lots of goodies. Um, I didn't like it straight out the barrel of my gun. I have to agree. Um, um, the journalist at the launch said it was too heavy. I don't think it's a heavy car, it's a top-heavy car. 
That is the problem. It is essentially a turbo diesel hatchback on stilts for 900,000 Rand. Well, 880 something. And it, it, yeah, it drove okay, but it's got 20 inch Jaguar Land Rover specific Pirelli P0 semi off road tires. We punctured, no, we bubbled one in the Karoo. And all you can get at the Tankwa Pat Stop, trust me, are BF Goodrich's and high mileage Hilux uh, techies. You, you can't get 20 inch Jaguar Land Rover tires out there. Mm. So um, it's, it's an SUV, it's really pretty. It is. I think it's, it's one of the best-looking cars around at the moment. It is beautiful from every angle. The cabin is exquisite. Mm -hmm. However, our very expensive, fairly top-range model didn't have front park sensors. It sort of had side front. Yeah. And it didn't have seat heaters, which yeah. uh, it should have for that price. Thank you very pleased. <laughs> and the gearbox was naff. It's a nine-speed gearbox, and it likes coasting around corners in third or fourth gear, like the K53 told it. And um, then it tries to dig into torque, which doesn't exist. It, it was quite frustrating to drive it. Yeah. Um, I, I, think, I think... I'm sorry. It, I, it, the more I drove it, the more I disliked it. And it only has two redeeming features, and that's its ride height mm. and its looks. Yeah. If you bought it for that, fair yeah. enough, but I wouldn't spend that money for just that. There are yeah. far better options. I, I absolutely adore the brand itself. Jaguar. Jaguar, I mean, yeah, they built some beautiful cars. Driver, driver F, F type or, or oh, any sports yes, car. Yes, that blue F type we had. It's really, it's which was a two liter, two but it liter, went yeah. like stink. Exactly. It was fantastic. But um, look, the, this is this is a first uh, first try for them for the compact, compact issue. because we sort of like the F pace, the bigger one. Yeah, it, had it was too expensive because of our rand and everything. But, yeah. but we like that more than this E pace. Mm. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Uh, for first try, I think Jaguar has done well to to create one of the most yes. uh, striking looking cars uh, or oh, compact and HUVs. In the highly unlikely event that someone at Jaguar is listening, <laughs> please can you do something about your infotainment system, which is quite cool, the slidey and the touchy-feely yeah. screen, whatever. But every time I got in the car, it resets the playlist on your USB disk. Yes. It starts from the first song. Yeah. Every time you start the car. <laughs> <laughs> that gets a bit tiring after about a day or two. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't. I, I love the the sports cars, and I think it's a it's a good so first try. The for saloons the, for too. XEXF. Yeah. I preferred the older generation, but I must mm. say the new ones, mmm, very tasty. Yeah, yeah, very tasty. So um, good, good first try, but uh, Not Jaguar can definitely improve quite a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely looking forward to the next base range. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and to, to move on to motorsport then. Yes. Um, so this weekend we have, <coughs> firstly, we have the Red Bull Aston Martin RB7 car in Cape Town. I'm, right. I'm going to attend that. Oh, um, how did you get in there? So um, I'm media, part of the media. Um, oh, but I, I thought the, you once dated the daughter of the Red Bull guy. No, I don't know. <laughs> so so it's going to be free um it's it's, cool. it's free but you can pay for grandstand tickets that's going to be start from 850 they were quite expensive and yeah I, I assume that's where they'll do burnouts and a couple of shows and whatever yeah no it's it's going to run from adderley street to um to chris barnard yeah. um past uh 
past the, past the Grand Parade. So David Coulthard is going to take the car, I think, twice or three times um, on that straight uh, track. That sounds cool. A um, few burnouts and so on. And mm -hmm. then there's also going to be a few other surprises from Red Bull's side. Sure. So um, if you're in Cape Town on Sunday, do make a turn. It's, it's going to be quite exciting. I have a sneaking suspicion that this podcast will come out after that event, though. <laughs> so let's see what we can do. Um, uh, in which case, it was fantastic. Yes. Although yes, I no, didn't go there. Yeah. Um, and uh, the but you'll, re uh, you'll report on it next time. Yes, I will. Yes. I will. Excellent. Um, yeah, go what, to what else has been happening? and uh, uh -huh. just go and read the articles on there. Lovely. Further, yes. the, the Blanc Pan GT series is taking place this weekend at Paul Ricard, uh, the thousand kilometer run. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, basically, four of our South African drivers are taking part uh, Jordan Groger. Groger um, in the number 20 Porsche, then it's um, Calvin van der Linde in the number 66 Audi, then it's Jordan Pepper in the 107 um, Bentley, and David Perrell in the 333 Ferrari. So it's going to be, okay. we have a lot of South African drivers driving in that series. It's going to be quite exciting. On that, the tickets has just gone on sale for the Kailami 9 hours, which is taking Lovely. place during 23 22 and 23 November, okay. um, and we have a South African team, Franco Scribanti. Um, that sounds and, promising already, good yes, name. And um, Andre <laughs> Besaignot, who right. won the Jaguar Hill Climb three times. Oh, of course. And so, then um, just a, a few layman questions, because I don't have the overpriced, uh, frustratingly repetitive South African satellite bouquet <laughs> anymore. Yeah, and um, sport is either cricket, rugby, rugby, cricket, or tennis, mm. or maybe golf. So they don't really cover this. Mm. But if they did, I would watch it. Um, and being a GT, it's an endurance race. Yes. It's so these guys are not in their own car. They share cars with yeah, other people. Is it cars. two or three people in one three, car? Three people. Three people in one yeah. car, and then they, they can take as many stints as they like? Or yeah. Um, sort of yeah, there's a lot of logistics behind it and a lot of... Um, there, there's some rules, yeah, yeah, but the yeah. idea is that you come in when you need fuel and may as well change the driver yes. or whatever. Yes, okay, exactly. cool. So, so like so any other endurance race, yeah. like Le Mans, and whatever. Three exactly. up per car. Yeah. Cool. It's going to be quite exciting. And then next weekend, it's the 24 hours of Nürburgring, which is also going to also be cool. extremely like exciting. So and it's probably going to rain. <laughs> yeah, both both Van der Linde brothers are taking part. What but cars this, are they in? This time they're taking part in different manufacturer cars. Oh. So um, okay. Calvin is driving for Audi. Yes. And uh, Sheldon is driving for BMW. So right. um, and as we know, Sheldon is driving, or he's actually one of the top rookies in the DTM at mm -hmm. the moment. He's driving for BMW. Nice. So yeah, and further WRC will take place this weekend. So the World Rally Championship. That's in Portugal, um, and uh, yeah, Thierry Nouvel, after his big, big accident last time around, um, will be quite eager to get some championship points on Oitanak and um, Sebastian Ogier. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, let's see. But judging by this morning, the stage is already run. By stage three, Oitanak was again in the lead, and we know he's a very tough guy to beat. Um, so. It's going to be an ex exciting round. The, the championship lead might again change for the third time running. That or is third, very cool. Yeah, yep. the third consecutive round. 
Um, and what else? We we don't really have anything else at the moment. That's good. Um, yeah. Short podcast. Short podcast. Yeah. 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 That's it for and this week. Please tell us if we're being unnecessarily harsh on the Jaguar. Um, in the event that you actually have one, please tell us what we got wrong or what we missed. Um, yeah. Or what you think of the other cars, RS4 versus RS5. Um, I did have some sort of rant or suggestion, <laughs> but I have to slip my mind, which is probably a good thing. Yes. Um, let's keep that for next time. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be short. Yeah. Enjoy the motorsport, which yeah. is probably over by now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a great weekend, which is also over by now. Uh, and drive safely, which yes. you should always do. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Good. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's what I thought of. Dash cams. <laughs> Did you know? This is a new segment. Did you know? It won't take long. Dash cams are borderline illegal. Right. You're not allowed to film other people. Yeah. However, because they re-record over their own footage the whole time, it's a continuous loop, they get through the legislation. And obviously, if there is an incident, you can save it, but you're not allowed to continuously or to store. Very, very interesting. Yes. Wow. So, okay. How's that for did you know? <laughs> That's all next time. Yes. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.